0: A special welcome to uh, Borders Executive Live. In this session today, we're going to be talking about Africa. It's time we recognized all of the talent in Africa, which is why this particular piece is called Africa's Got Talent. And to talk about it with us, we have Aisha Jalloh, who is uh, today a Borders consultant, having been brought up and lived in Sierra Leone, also in Gambia and Guinea, Came to the UK about 20 or so years ago. I studied at LSE and subsequently worked for a while with McKinsey prior to joining Borderless. Aisha, welcome and welcome all our listeners too.
1: It is nice to be here, Andrew, especially <laughs> to talk about Africa that I'm so passionate about.
0: Indeed, indeed. I recognize that in our many conversations. But why the focus on Africa, Aisha?
1: Well, Africa, as you know, is an interesting, dynamic and booming continent that international organizations cannot afford to ignore. The size of the opportunity there alone and the region that Africa represents is huge. The region has a population of 1.2 billion people. It's almost as big as India. It has a fast growing market, both in terms of population and economic growth. Furthermore, the population, is becoming more and more educated with 50% of the population under the age of 25 Here we have a young, agile, eager workforce.
0: Absolutely right. With 1.2 billion people, there's some tremendous talent there. And why do you think international organizations have failed so far to attract and retain the right people?
1: Good question, Andrew. Historically, international organizations operating in Africa has reported challenges in attracting and retaining talented people for several reasons, including the lack of comprehensive education. Companies have argued in the past that Africa's underperformance in education has been a major factor. Compounding this situation is the brain drain. More than 10% of Africa's university educated professionals today leave and work in other countries. We need them to come back and return with their skills to the continent. And I spend much of my time at Borderless talking to the diaspora. For instance, a recent survey found that 31% of companies in South Africa today said they have challenges filling jobs despite a national unemployment rate exceeding 25 percent. According to the survey, underperforming education is a major factor for such disparities. In addition, poor practices from international organizations to deliberately attract and retain Talented people has also played a major role in this.
0: I, I can understand the situation in South Africa. Having lived and worked there myself, it is a really a serious issue. But you mentioned poor practices by international organizations. You're talking, I'm assuming, about large corporates as well as NGOs and others, I, I would assume. Um, yes, indeed. They're looking for talented people, especially in sub-Saharan Africa, of course. But what do you mean by that reference, actually?
1: Okay, so um, through throughout the years and like working with Borderless as well, Our observation on poor practices in Africa stems from both historical and preconceived recruiting processes that companies have adopted over several years. For the sake of this discussion, let's focus on five core reasons. Point one, the lack of strategic intent to hire local leadership talent. Although some companies today we see are trying to do yeah, to improve. We've it. seen
0: that, of course. Uh, there's yes, a limit to, limit to the number of expatriates you want to bring in, of course.
1: Exactly, because it's so expensive. And that yes. brings me back to my next point. So in the past, companies have actually relied a lot on excessive, say, expatriates hire to drive local leadership functions thus creating a self-sustaining system. That is also beginning to change, especially given the cost of employing expatriate, as we yeah. discuss. A third point I want to make to this is how companies adopting a reactive approach rather than proactive evaluation of local talent pool. Yeah, That has also played a major factor in that. Companies' hesitancy to search for talent with transferable skills, as opposed to the perfect match for the role, can also lead to say people, companies having problems today.
0: You say that Aisha, but you know they're hesitant to search for talent with transferable skills because it's very difficult to find and not so prevalent. There aren't that many people, and it's extremely difficult to find them.
1: Yeah, to find them is one thing, but also to retain them. Once you find these talented people, they tend yeah. to be really fast the other company because they're wanted. They're like hot in the market. You know, every yes. other company wants them, despite the industry they're in. Yeah, yeah. So that's very important.
0: And uh, you were saying in our earlier conversations that cultural and religion gets in, in the way too sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's especially the case for North of, North Africa, where some of the companies we work with at Borderless are struggling to attract talent because of the, their values and then the religious beliefs, yeah. of course.
0: I mean, one of the things all of us all Borderless have observed about you, Aisha, is the passion that you show on bringing great people into Africa, but also to our clients who have business there and bringing them to other locations around the world. What would you advise organizations to do differently in this case?
1: That's a great question. Let me start by telling you what a candidate recently told me. He said, when looking for talented people in Africa, look for people's ideas and how they envision themselves growing. Look for ambition, go for people that want to progress, not for perfection. Of course, this applies everywhere, but it's especially important for us. Africa. So in the spirit of progress, not perfection, I'd advise companies to embed the following steps in their recruitment strategy across the region. So first, one point is invest in building your local pipeline in your country of operation. A good place to start is to develop leaders in-house and encourage greater mobility among staff covering different functions. Secondly, Try and develop relationships with universities and -and up-and-coming young talent. Create internship programs, for instance, and where you can volunteer to speak at events and in educational institutions in the countries. Make it a point to position your brand there. Show the community you're serious about cultivating. So you say, get out
0: there, get out there and talk to people about your opportunities.
1: Indeed. Yeah. Show yeah. your face, you know, be present. And also I think more and more younger people in Africa today are driven by values. So lead by example by driving diversity and sustainability agendas. So that's very important for young people today in Africa as well.
0: Yeah, indeed. We're saying all over the world, of course. And why should Africa be any different?
1: Any sure? difference, exactly. And they have exposure to the world now through the development of say technology.
0: And you talked about branding the organization too to reflect all of this.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's important to develop a compelling and differentiating brand for your organization. Your brand should set you apart from other organizations and show young professionals why they should work for you. Keep them abreast of your company's activities and events in their countries through various communication channels. And also another thing I wanted to add is how you can create an employee referral program for the country. You'd be amazed how many people you can attract through that angle and that channel.
0: And so you know, people know people who know people and networks are no less important in the countries we serve in Africa, of course.
1: Indeed, not just in Africa, but across. I mean, you and I know when we work with people, it's all about the network and the pipeline we build.
0: Absolutely. And we've
1: been developing these border less for the last 20 years. Yeah.
0: So if you if you would just leave a couple of messages, a couple of takeaways for our clients and others who are interested in developing their businesses in Africa, whether they're local businesses or whether they're international ones, because majority of people we talk to tend to be people with substantial investments in Africa. I mean, what advice would you give them?
1: At this point, if you want to be ahead of the curve, international companies should embrace and facilitate the following things. I can give you four points. So Companies should recognize that sub-Saharan Africa has got an enormous pool of educated, young and able talent that will sustain your business for the future. Organization must take a strategic view in developing this educated, entrepreneurial and eager to learn talent in Africa. So they're eager to learn. Look at people development as part of your value chain in your African business. Try and identify opportunities to develop talented people. Create robust internal talent development to grow your talent from within. For example, bring them to your headquarters for a short-term assignment prior to posting individuals back into key roles in the region. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. We've seen that work in the development of markets in Central and Eastern Europe over the years as well. There's no reason at all why the same principle shouldn't apply to African markets. But
1: also I think going back to diversity, I think it's very important to harness that power of inclusion. African countries such as Nigeria have a vastly unexploited pool of highly educated women. Take the opportunity to boost women's participation and advancement at work Ah. expand your talent pool introducing more women at the leadership level will broaden your perspective
0: you're making the point that this has kind of an overall overriding potential as well Aisha
1: well indeed yes so here you've got a potential and an opportunity here to do well by doing good not only for your own reputation as a company but also for the world at large and for your own corporate social responsibility
0: indeed it is and that's very well Put, Aisha, I think this is a factor that's widely not sufficiently attended to. So I think you're right to push this message about talent in Africa. Africa's definitely got talent, and I hope that you and I will be part of helping companies find that talent and develop their business and their reputation in Africa. And thank you so much for joining today. Very, very happy to be been participating with you in it. Thank, thank you, you, Andrew. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye.